Welcome back to another edition of I'll Be the Judge of That. I'm your host, Evan Ryan Lewis, and with me, as always, my co-host, Adam Eagle Rock. How are you, Adam? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and, and good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you out there, whether you're uh, in your car or at the grocery store or wherever you are. Welcome to the show. To all the frequent listeners. Um, so I have a story to open up this week. Yeah, let's hit it. Um, I was telling a friend about the podcast. He hadn't uh, heard about it before. So I was trying to explain the concepts. I just try to use examples that we've done before. I think it's the best way to explain the concepts. Right, as always. And so I gave him the example of, um, you know, is it weird when people say, I'm going to let you go on the phone, like you're doing that person a favor. Right. Which is a popular one. And now, by the way, anytime anyone who's listened to this podcast calls me, the conversation always ends without, I'm going to let you go. Right. Well, I've, I'm, I'm noticing that a lot. It's <laughs> like the people are actively using the podcast. I'm doing it now to you specifically. <laughs> um, so I was telling my buddy Jack about this, and he said that he's gotten that move done to him in person. I was like, what do you mean? He said he was at a party one time, and this, at the end of the conversation, this girl was like, well, I'm going to let you mingle. Interesting. He got the hang up in person. He got the, I'm going to let you go in person. He said he never forgot it. It was like years ago. Well, that's like when you and I talked about it previously on the cast is like, you know, like I used to like pound my drink and then, and then I, I need to go get another drink, like as a scapegoat for, to end a conversation. Right, right, right. I'm going to let you mingle. See, the problem with that is if somebody says, I'm going to let you mingle, I'm like, nah, like I'd rather be talking to you. <laughs> like, what do you do then? Right. Right. I, I, don't, I don't need to mingle. Yeah, you can't double down uh-uh. on the, the rejection, right? Right. That's what we figured out with the same with the phone call. And someone says, I'm going to let you go. Now we just say, I have nowhere to go. Right. Well, I, yeah, but it's like there's a lot that could, you know, you're, you're in person. The in-person hang up is a lot harder. Yeah. Never been done to me before like that. That's interesting. Okay. So you guys know how it works. We each bring three debatable topics. We chop them up, as Adam likes to say. That's right. And we do it every week. All right. First topic. Actually, you go first. because Yeah, I'm I'll go this. first. Yeah. First topic for Adam. Do Venmo requests expire? Ooh, I've thought a lot about this. This came from Paisley. It was a very good one because I, I have been taxing someone on Venmo, <laughs> uh-huh. like an old friend, uh-huh. a dollar, uh-huh. and just keep hitting the remind button every time I open up the Venmo app. Because it keeps like notifying me, like, "Hey, you, you have one outstanding, like one outstanding." Uh-huh. And it was like a while ago. I had this joke, like, you know, friend tax or whatever, and I like charge them a dollar, and he not only hasn't completed it, but like, what do you, you know? They they do not expire. They no. don't. No, that person owes you that money. Can't, what if? What if? Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I, I think that like there is a statute of limitations on a Venmo request. At some point, it's just forgotten? No, it's a, at some point, you're just now looking down on the other person uh-huh. for, for, no, for no longer like abiding by like a social rules. I, I agree with that. It's kind of similar to like people don't pay on bets. I don't like that. Well, that's why, you know, my, I'm in this like fantasy surfing league, actually. And I was on the phone with a guy who's like running the league and... He's winning the league right now. However, nobody's paid mm-hmm. for this, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a $75 buy-in. Mm-hmm. And he was on the phone. He's like, well, I'm going to wait until I'm like no longer leading, if that comes, to then hit it, 
hit up everybody for money. And I thought that was like brilliant. But at the same time, I was like, I'm not paying at the end <laughs> if I lost. Right. I'd rather, so I just quickly Venmoed him right now. I was like, I, I'm not waiting nine months to, to Venmo you $75, found out I lost. Like, yeah, what's worse than losing is like the reminder that you didn't even pay to play in the first place. Exactly. It's, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should try and pay him as quickly as possible. So my cousin Brent, we've told a lot of stories yeah. about Brent. He's in this fantasy football league, and their punishment is whoever comes in last has to have this like hot pink license plate frame that says "I suck at fantasy football." Wow, because that was gonna be that's the topic. <laughs> really? Yeah, go on. <laughs> and uh, he lost last year, my cousin Brent, and he drove around with these pink license plate. He frames. did. He did do it. He did it. He's this is like his best friend group from college. Right. And they've been doing this for like I don't know seven or eight years or whatever. Same group. And he's actually lost twice. This was the second year he's had to do it. Same um, plate? Yeah. It keeps getting passed around. So this year... That's so, a very annoying task to do. Yeah. It's like unscrew your... No, it'd be just like in general... Like if I was like, you have to go get new plates, period. Like, I, I don't care what it says on it. It's just a license plate frame. Oh. Oh. I thought you meant the actual plate. No, no. You can't do that. <laughs> you, you can do that. Actually. Yeah. You got to one-up it, Brent. No, it's just the license plate frame. So... So a new kid lost this year, and so Brent, like, takes the plate off. He's, like, so excited, you know, puts in the mail, gets his address, his buddy, then he's, like, send a picture, you know, doesn't hear from the guy for a while, and other people in the group chat are like, hey, what, you know, send the picture. Long story short, the guy ends up refusing to put the plates on his car. Really? Yeah, and his friend group, like, it's all going on over a group text that's been going on since, like, college, like, his right. fantasy football. They're, like, just bickering at each other about that's amazing so, yeah so what so he's can't play in the fantasy league the next year that's what they had to decide like what do we do right so it came down to they made the commissioner decide who i know actually is a great guy and he said if you, if you don't put the plates on you can't play right and he said i'm out did he collect any winnings is, a, is an interesting question over the course of the last seven years yeah that's a good question i don't know the answer to that i hate sore losers yeah man up yeah so no they don't expire what have you been in a fantasy league that the that the loser had to do anything? No, I don't do the fantasy sports. Well, yeah, keep in mind I'm not a savant by any stretch of the imagination with football, right? But I like to play fantasy every year, or I liked to in the past to keep like the camaraderie with like the guys from college. Well, we had this one year when we were in college that my buddy Mikey he lost, and he had to take the SATs. And get above a sixteen hundred. <laughs> he had to take it twice, because the first time he's like, "F this!" Like I'm just gonna go in and like just scribble down, whatever, uh-huh. scroll down, whatever, and got didn't get it. Got like a fourteen something. He had to study for this thing and go back in That's for his entry into next year's. Wow! And he did it. And he did it. So, do you think Venmo's expire? I think they do. Really? For sure. And then you look down on the person. That's it. After, like, a, you, you hit that remind button, I'll give you, like, two times. Uh-huh. You could bring it up in person. Uh-huh. And if still they haven't paid for it. Right. Then it just converts to a dark mark on them. Right. Then, exactly. <laughs> and the money's gone. Yeah. And then, like, you're, you're never, I'm never paying for your tab again. <laughs> All right. Interesting take. Um, my, first, my first topic. Can you pee on a FaceTime call with someone? You on with family? This topic is based, yeah, I was talking to my cousin who's a senior in high school on FaceTime. He's just like walking around 
all of a sudden you're like i think two guys on a facetime you could pee you could even poop oh i disagree on everything no peeing on facetime i don't care who it's with really yeah so in your old living situation where you had roommates Never gone in the bathroom with the door open and just continue the conversation. That's much different than FaceTime. It's exactly the same thing. No, I disagree. I FaceTime all the time when I'm pooping. That's terrible. That's egregious. You've been on the other end. <laughs> I think I'd be able to tell. I, I, there, for some reason, there's this one guy that I work with that happens to always FaceTime me when I have to pee. I, I'm constantly peeing when he's on. Do you on mute FaceTime. it at least? Why would you mute? Because I'm listening to my cousin peeing. I'm like, what's going on here? I was like, you can't pee on a FaceTime call. And he's like, should I have muted it? That's what he said. I say no peeing on FaceTime. I, I mean, maybe if there's like... The difference between muting on for like a number two and a number one is the number two, it could be like a quicker mute. But the number one, it's like, what are you going to mute him for like 90 seconds? Uh-huh. Okay, I asked a girl this topic... Um, and she said you can pee on FaceTime with a friend, but you can't poop on FaceTime with a friend. I think the pooping is more inviting. For girls, it's the same. They're sitting down out of the way. It's like, how would they know? Like, right. Yeah, but for guys, it's more obvious. Well, so, okay, that's, that's interesting you bring that up. Because sometimes when I'm on a long call, I'll pee while I'm on the call. But not FaceTime. I won't FaceTime, but I'll sit down yeah. and pee. And then do the mute. Yeah. Unmute. You know, pull the stream back. Yeah, you can get away with that. Right. You can. Yeah. But you're saying FaceTime. It's not like I'm showing them anything, you know? I leave the phone like on the top back of the toilet and it's facing up. <laughs> no? No. It doesn't no. play? No. And it just say, I'll, let me call you back in a minute. That's fine. We can disconnect the call. You can pee. Come back. Ah, it ruins the flow. <laughs> the flow's been ruined. <laughs> let me tell you. I like that. All right. Wait, wait, so your, your cousin says yes. Clearly. Should I have muted? I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a yes. I'm a no. There's no, no peeing on FaceTime. There's not, no? No. I think there is. You and the guys, uh, yeah, let it, let it fly. <laughs> well, you kind of touched on my second topic, okay. which was, it, it's not even necessarily an entire question. It's just, what's your take on vanity plates? Because the, somebody out there has what you want, so then you have to be, like, creative and right. what you write. Right, right. You know, and you're always. Wondering. I've seen some very creative ones. What's your take? Do you think do you think they could they're allowed? Yeah, like, I like vanity plates, not for myself, but I appreciate them being out there. Well, that's an interesting take. Yeah, I don't like them for myself because I I don't like to be recognized. Like, I like driving with more anonymity. Interesting. Did you guys license plate? Yeah, I, it was happy forever. Right, but like with the number four, right? And then like yeah, and then the V E R, right? Like all but weird. if your license plate's like a random license plate, they're not catching you. I hate vanity plates in all in all instances. All instances, I I I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it is a, or you could do a vanity plate if it's like covert. So if you're if you were like you know what like. 1967 and 1969 mean a lot to me you know if like somehow you like it's it look like a normal plate but uh -huh. to you you like it was just easier to oh, remember that way right i tried to do that one time of like something that was just a nor no look normal with letters and stuff and numbers but i i was like i could always remember this and it didn't didn't work, it didn't work. how about people who get like the black license plate with the yellow lettering 
No. Um, yeah, I have that. What are you, yeah. What are you talking about? You paid extra for that? No, that was the plate that maybe. I think you do. Cause there's yeah, enough. it was like maybe, that, but if it was, it was like 20 bucks. They're not much more, no. No, it was like, plus could, my car's all black. Like, there's one that looks like a whale's tail. If you buy that one, it's supposed to go to like ocean causes, I believe. Uh, oh, so what are you, what's your take on background images on um, plates? I, I just have the standard license plates. By your choice? Yeah. So you don't like, what, what, what about the background images? Not a... When I think vanity plate, I think of like just the personalization of the letters. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, surfs up. I I saw the best vanity plate I've ever seen said S fifty two eighty, and I was like looking at it, like trying to figure it out, and then that's the number of feet in a mile. And so like S mile, it was smile. Wow. I was like, that was genius. Yeah, I mean, if you're going that far to say smile, put a bumper sticker. What's your take on bumper stickers? I don't like bumper stickers at all. Bumper stickers to me are like tattoos. Like, they're too permanent. Except for the solid repeat bumper sticker. Exactly. Great guys over there. I, no, 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 no plate. What do you have against vanity plates? I just think they're so cheesy. And, like, it is kind of like a tattoo, but, like, way worse. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... Um, when you get a tattoo, in my mind, if you're getting letters, like some, like a word, you're getting this for yourself, right? You're not getting it for other people. A vanity plate is like everybody but you is noticing this plate mm-hmm. constantly. God mm-hmm. forbid you're like driving the same way for 10 miles with them. Like you're smiling at like S5284, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least that's a fun one. Yeah, that's like a little game. Yeah, like that. All right, you know, there's a caveat to what I'm saying. Actually, if it's a game, uh huh, you could play it, but uh-huh. you don't don't give me a, a forever with with the e missing and a three instead. Right, that's not a game. <laughs> that's just cheesy. Um. All right. If anyone sees any good vanity plates, send them in. Yeah, send in vanity plates. Uh, okay. My second topic. I have a buddy coming in. He's he lives in New York. He's coming out to LA to see his family who live where my parents live in the suburbs. He's like, I'm going to come to LA for a couple of days, blah, blah, blah. So right. I, like, oh, I can't wait to see you. What weekend? I happen to be out of town that weekend. Right. So I was like, if you need a place to stay, just you could stay here. I'll be gone anyways. Who washes the sheets in this situation and wow, when? I just had this conversation last night. This is so funny. Well, it was actually about something else that led to a sheet washing situation. <laughs> um, is if that's allowed or not but that, that's saved for the hot topics episode <laughs> um who washes the sheets i do do you eh, do you have an in-house washer dryer yes in, in, in any of these scenarios yes the answer is yes the honest do i have to wash them before he arrives and he has to wash them after he leaves like well the sheets have to be washed twice after he leaves how before he gets there the sheets also have to be washed by me you have to wash the sheets when he gets there. He should wash the sheets when you leave. Yeah, yeah. And towels, <laughs> actually. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to offer your place as like a pseudo Airbnb where you're not getting paid. Right. You know, you're cashing in a friendship instead. Like, right. I have to arrange. I was thinking about like giving him instructions to get in. It's like, I'm like, this is like an Airbnb posting. Right. 
I'm like, welcome to Casa Bundy. That's what I call mine on, on Google Maps, Casa de la Bundy, <laughs> House of the Bundy. Um, that's interesting. What's your take? I think I have to wash the sheets. I'm like really twice. upset about it. Well, the sheets have to be washed twice. Hopefully, right. I only have to wash them once. Well, you 100% have to wash them before they show up. Right, which is amazing that you offer up your house, and then you end up having to wash sheets. You know what you could do? Well, you already did the in advance discussion. So, like, one time I was in New York, and I was talking to my cousin, and he's like, said something like, I need to... I need to get out of the house for a little bit. And I was like, you could take my bed. You could sleep in my bed if you want. And he did. Um, and my brother ended up washing the sheets, which was very nice of him. But, you know, I was like out. So I, I kind of avoided the the pre-wash. The post-wash is, is, is a requisite. It's just <laughs> who, who owns it. Who's the owner? Right. So what happened? Well, I'm saying it's a way to get out of the pre-wash. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like you told him that you're out of town, that he could stay there too early. You got to uh, wait till you're out of town and gosh, say, hey, yeah. there happens to be a key hidden here if you want to just use my place. So, so he's taking you up on it? I don't know. It's not, it's not set in stone, but... Is he coming with a significant other? No. So solo ride? I believe so. Yeah, you gotta like put it like the Wi-Fi on like a sticky note. Exactly, everything. There's like a laminated book when he walks in of like things to do, like right coffee shop. Yeah, Abbott Kenny's Abbott Kenny's a great place to walk and get coffee. Where's he coming in from? Uh, New York. I'd say the pre pre wash is on you, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Post wash should be it should be on that. Okay, so I think we agree on this one. There's two there's two sheet washings, one done by the two sheet washings, pre and post. Yeah. Pre is on you. Yeah. Post should be on them if in-house washer dryer. Okay. There you go. Your your third and final topic. But they should also note if they're not going to wash it. Like, here's a bottle of whiskey. Hope you could drink enough to forget I didn't wash your sheets. Wow. Great great note. Right? Wow. Um, Okay. Third and final topic. I might have mentioned this before, but can you dog ear a borrowed book? This one came from... (laughs) Colby. Um, that's such a good topic. I love the term dog ear. Do you dog ear your own books? I don't know. I don't think I've really used that term, but I knew what you meant. I am a bookmark guy, yeah. What other term? Fold the corner? Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows his dog ear. I didn't know that. What's your take? Um, no. Not in someone else's book. If you're going to give it back to them, no. Okay, so this was kind of like a trick question in a sense because Ooh. like I don't believe in borrowed books. What does that mean? <laughs> I believe in book book giving. Uh-huh. But I, my library is so personal to me. If I'm giving you the book, I'm not expecting it back at all. Why not? You lost a book in your library then. First off, the concept of borrowing something that costs like six dollars, you could buy. First off, you can buy used books. That's what I do. Everyone's like, "Why don't you get a library card? You get all these books." I'm like, "It's six dollars off Amazon. Like, six dollars we're talking about here, right?" And I can do whatever I want with it after. I dog ear all my pages. I like highlighting and scribbling inside of it. If you're lending me a book, don't expect to get that same book back. If you really want that book back. I'm going to buy you a new one. So you don't believe in borrowed books? I don't believe in borrowed books. (laughs) 
I believe in giving books. Uh, but you, if you take, if you borrow books, so to speak, from a friend, there don't should not expect that book back. And if you lend someone a friend, well, you I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've given two books out that I that I very vividly recall as of this moment. One book, as a matter of fact, he told me take a picture. He's like, this is a new trick I learned. Take a photo of me holding the book. So you will remember that I have your book <laughs> and then delete the photo once you get it. I'm like, that's actually brilliant. Fast forward like five years. <laughs> I stumble across this photo and I send him the picture uh, and I go, I'm going to need this back. <laughs> he was cracking up. Second person, um, I like had highly, it was a, it was a really powerful book. Um, it was Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl. And I had like highlighted a lot. I had written a lot in it. And I thought somebody close to me might find value of this book. So I told them, I said, I have this. I could let you, I could let you borrow it. He was over. Uh, or I have like a bunch of notes and stuff in it. And he's like, sure. And he still has it. And that book, I kind of spent a lot of time like in the margins, you know? Ah, yeah, I'm, I've just given up at this point. Yeah. I've made it, I've, I've accepted that I'm not getting that book back. It's gone. Yeah, so I don't. There's no borrowing books. All right, I do believe in borrowed books. I don't think you can mess someone's book up, and I think you should. So much responsibility to take care of someone's book. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you know how fragile those things are, uh, and like in the in the recklessness that somebody that you would carry with this book, like you throw it in your backpack. You don't have like a book folder, right? Yeah. You have to take care of someone's borrowed anything. You have to take care of, including the books. <sighs> that onus. I'd rather. I just say no thanks. I'd, do I need to give this back? Yeah. Okay, then I'll just buy it myself. I'm good. Thanks. Wow. Right. Well, I, I go with everything of convenience and cost, right? So if I can get this book at my doorstep, thanks, Amazon, for $6, like the thought of you now. What get if it's it, like a $30 book? Do I, I go, do I really need to read this one? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I mean, you know what I mean, though? It's like. I don't know. I just bought my friend a book. I Amazoned it to his house. Said, I think you'd find this value. Yeah. Just, yeah. Don't give me yours. Yeah. Okay. I I believe in borrowed books. Do 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 those expire? <laughs> like, who, who judges how long it takes for, for you to read the book? Uh... Yeah, you have a long time with books, with borrowed books. What's the what's the statute before you're like you finished with that? The thing is, no one if you, the the lender of the book doesn't want to read it again. They're of no value to the lender. I mean, there are certain books I'd read again, like Man's Search for Meaning, but it's not a frequent. That's not like a yearly thing. Mm-hmm. In my yearly read, I'm not l- lending that out to. Yeah, anyone. I think you have a couple years. On a borrowed. couple years. Yeah. And so, at what? Yeah. I'm speechless. Yeah. At this point, it's no longer bar book. It's a lend. It's it's a give. If you can ask for it back after can, a few months, can you ask for a bar? I, that's a different question. Can you ask for a bar book back three years later? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then if they didn't read it, that's on them. Yeah. If I if I see a lent book in someone's house, I'd be like, oh, that's my book. And you take it home with you that night. My cousin Brent comes up again. Just returned a book I gave to him. Like I can't remember how long ago. He's like, I found this book. I think I got it from you. I was like, yeah, I want that back. So what about six months? You can ask for it back. Six months? Yeah, but if they're reading it, then I think you have to let them go. What if they... If it could be over a year. A- ask me for a book back. Can I have a book back? I'm actually still reading it. Yeah, there you go. 
You can't. There's nothing you can say to that. You can't. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you gonna read it? No. Well, then I'm gonna hold on to it. Yeah. For a little while. <laughs> like there's so I don't like that. All right. You're up. All right. Uh, the final topic of this episode. This comes from Peyton on Planet Mars. If you get asked out by a coworker that you don't want to go out with, should you lie and say it's only because your coworkers, or should you say no? Sorry. Kyle actually came up with this topic as well. No way. <laughs> Direct from the source, too, not his alias. The same one. The s- same exact one. So my answer is absolutely not. You don't ask coworkers. Oh, it depends how big the company is, actually. But this topic is assuming you've been asked out. Now, you don't uh, want to go out with them. Oh. Uh, you let them down easy because if there's that cute guy or girl comes walking in that now you actually wanted it you can't that's blanket this right yeah by the by the unprofessional co-working thing right yeah you you got to let them down easy and say it's just because we're co-workers no no you avoid that so you just say no straight up i mean how how like do you want to go grab drinks like whatever yeah like i would just say like you still have to work with this person so, so the question now becomes, how do you let someone down? Yeah, the topic of, is, do you say it's just because we're coworkers, or do you say, no, I'm sorry, I don't want to go out I don't... So actually, Kyle's you know topic what? was different than that? No, it was, can you date somebody in the, in the same office? No, no, this is different. That happens all the time. People get married in the same office all the time. Well, that's what this topic is. It's just how to reject them. Right, if you're not into it. Right, because you're going to see But them. But you want to reject them regardless of if you're coworkers or not. Right. Well, I mean, you, actually, now that I think about it, using the co-working unprofessional situation is that works, I think, because and I and the reason why I originally thought I didn't is because you're ruining your blanketing. Maybe I'm back to the first part because you're kind of like blanketing that you're off limits in the workforce. Right, exactly. But like, what if you like somebody does come about that you're actually interested in? Right, right. And but then I was like, "What like, about that policy you yeah. have?" About- oh well. Th- so then that's what I thought. And then I was like, "Well, at that point, who cares?" Mm-hmm. Right. Like you already got the other person that you want that mm. you're interested in. Right. But it could ruin the pursuit if, like, if I'm friends with you in the office and I'm going after her, and I say it to her and she's like, "Hey." Uh, you know, I don't, I don't shit where I eat, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, fair enough, moving on. And then like a couple months later, you're, you're like, hey, did you see that cute girl in like the sixth floor? And I'm like, hey, she's off limits, man. She, she, I look, check these texts out. She's just not interested or something. Ah, screw it. <laughs> just say you don't shit where you eat. Um, speaking of that expression, shit where you eat, this is a bonus topic from Brian in Chicago. Okay. BC? Can- yeah. Can you ask um, the girl out at the coffee shop that you go to most frequently out for drinks? I mean, yeah. And you risk ruining that coffee shop for yourself then. No, but I got free coffee. (laughs) Surprise win, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) Strap on in, partner. No, I think at the end of the day, it's all about what your intentions are. If you want to learn more about the person, you think they're like, you know, if you if you think they're like sexually attractive and, and you just want to hook up with them, you know, I'd say go to a different coffee shop. Like, like don't, uh, don't shit where you eat in that. 
expression. Right. But if like you have a, like a rapport with them and you're like, you know, like, let's see where, if we could take this in the next step further, I say go for it. And this is the coffee shop you're at at like 8 a.m. every day. I mean, you got to balance like you're, you got first, first is what I do. I think it's way too big of a risk. I think that like your gym, like there's the certain places where it's too big of a risk. Yeah. And I've ruined a lot of places <laughs> in my life. And this is coming, this is what you got to do. Okay. You got to value. <laughs> You gotta you gotta go on Google Maps, type in coffee shop, find all the coffee shops around you, start testing right. each coffee shop, find something that could be an applicable plan B uh-huh. if all goes wrong. Right. You find that you you uh, you go, hey, is this worth me making a right on this street instead of a le- left? Right. And you think about that really long and hard, then you make your decision. <laughs> so you got to do a little due diligence, Brian. Right. <laughs> You just go in swinging and expect it. But like I said, there could be benefits, free coffees, you know, a warm entry and excitement and butterflies every time you wake up. Right. I, don't, I don't know what people um, love do these days. Okay. I think on the main topic, I agree with you that you shouldn't lie and say that I have a blanket policy because you are limiting yourself in the future. And on the bonus topic, I think you cannot ask out the girl at the coffee shop or guy at the coffee shop you go to most frequently. You can't. No. Too big of a risk. Isn't that ironic though? Just like the places that you most frequent are like become can become off limits. Mm-hmm. You know, like Yeah, if you have one bad interaction with something. Right. It could ruin it could so that's why I, I think you just gotta tread a little carefully, take it slow. You know, maybe go out for a tea instead of a coffee. Do you, I, I always wonder that. Is the girl that works at the coffee shop like never want to go out for coffee? That's such a good topic. Right? Yeah. Because I don't drink. So well, like, how about I, asking a bartender out for drinks? That's different. Why? I've only known one bartender who didn't drink my entire life. You actually met him. All the baristas probably like coffee. They do, but I, I just I think it's a little different. You know, like the the bartender is like, okay, no. Do you ask the the coffee girl out to the same coffee shop? No. Do you ask the the bartender out to the same bar? No. Mm-hmm. Although I think maybe the bartender out at the sister restaurant, you know, oh, this is all owned by the same group. I get free drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leverage your relationship. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. We need follow-ups on this. I'm curious. Did did Brent's friend? Uh, is he out? What did the commissioner say? We need to know. Did BC ask out the coffee girl? And we need to know if Peyton from Mars is chopping it up with her coworkers. <laughs> we need to know. Phone phone a friend. Phone us in. All right. Let us know. We'll keep we'll keep tabs on these storylines. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in again. To I'll be the judge of that. With your co-host, Adam Eagle Rock, (laughs) and your main host, Evan Ryan Lewis. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. See ya.